0: Hey Sherry, you ready? I'm ready. Hey Sherry, how you doing?
1: Good, Paul. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. You hear that sound? You know what that is?
1: I do hear that sound and I think it's the sound of season seven.
0: You are correct. That is the sound of season seven. Of this most unbelievable life, the podcast.
1: Woo-hoo, we've made it seven seasons with our excellent listeners at our side.
0: And we appreciate all the support we get, and we're looking forward to another great season of podcast content.
1: Yes, indeed. Let's get on with the show.
0: On with the show, folks. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey Paul, how's it going?
0: Wow. (laughs) Straight in. Straight in for the kill. Straight in, straight in for the kill. How'd I do? It was great.
1: Yeah, but how are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm good.
0: This has been another episode of this most unbelievable life. We'll see. You. Um, I'm doing. What s- if
1: I start? You won't continue. Is <laughs> well, this well? No, refusal? it would.
0: Yeah, because we, you know, we we were just kind of jocularity arounding. It's like, uh, well, <laughs> you know, the topic stealing joy, and your offering was, don't don't do it I'm like alright there you and go and good day <laughs> there you go good day yeah podcast done
1: yes and over well it's an interesting thing right like this idea of stealing people's joy because with anything else that you steal you then have that thing but that's not how stealing joy works yeah if you steal joy no one has joy
0: yeah I don't want to I don't want people to think at the beginning of this fine episode how that do this, you know it's fine this,
1: sorry go ahead well, I mean,
0: uh, that's a good point. We'll see. We'll let the listeners be our guide. Um, uh, this episode is not about how to steal joy, but we could talk about how to steal joy.
1: How the Grinch right? stole Christmas. So this,
0: this episode is not a how-to. On how Paul
1: and Sherry stole joy. You want to
0: steal some joy, folks? This is how you do it. But, this you know, I guess there is a spin to that, though. Uh, I mean, this is how you could be doing it. This is ways that you might have done it. I've stolen people's joy before, I know for a fact. Like, through... My own actions and behaviors and things like yeah. that I don't think I did today,
1: but I mean uh, you haven't stolen my joy today right I
0: don't think I've stolen anybody's joy today today hey man, one day at a time yeah one day at a time
1: um I am trying to think about whether I've stolen anyone's joy today does it have to be intentional?
0: no it doesn't that's why that's sort of where I'm going with this it's like I th- uh, you you can accidentally accidentally unintentionally steal somebody's joy mm-hmm. through um, action behavior speech that is unkind. How uh, well this is what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, uh, you know we're recording this the day after the last one, so I'm trying to be coy and saying last week when we t- <laughs> when you may have listened to this. That was just yesterday. That uh, was just yesterday. That was just yesterday. Through. And, you know, words offered, words offered to someone as innocently enough as they seem that it might be, could be hurtful depending on how it lands, you know, and so it's like innocently enough, yep. harm can be, harm can be in, inflicted. We were talking about this a little earlier today, it's like, was it right speech? So what, what are the properties of that? Mm-hmm. What are the properties of right speech? Um, And uh, we were talking about this because we were putting a proposal together for a symposium.
1: And because we just like to define terms and figure out what the properties of them are. Yeah. That's what we do. Right. And So what did you say right speech consists I, of? I, I think I
0: talked about it a little bit. I don't know if I actually answered it. 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 <laughs> 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 um, th- we don't do Q&A. We do Q&R. Yeah. We're not gonna we don't answer, answer anything. It. Yeah, we're just going to respond. We just talk a lot. Um yeah, which is why I write speech is a thing for me. It's like I literally talk for a living. If people say that, you know, what what do they do for a living? It's like, I think I talk. Yeah. I think I talk for a living.
1: If you don't talk, then you write. Like, you talk and write. Yeah, I yeah. say this all the yeah, time. Yeah. Like, the great joy of my career is that I read and write and talk to people for a living. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. So, write speech.
0: So, communication is important. So, write speech is um, therefore important as well. Yes. Um, speech speaking in a way that I, it's I want to say doesn't cause harm. I think this is what we were talking about in the last episode. I think the harm causing is inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen sometime. So it, you know, speech engaged in a way that causes as little harm as right. as possible.
1: So I have a few mm-hmm. questions. Of course. I
0: will respond. And we're definitely going to get back
1: to, you will respond. (laughs) To Joy. And we'll get back to Joy, but I'm I'm interested in the subject. So, right speech, we're trying not to cause harm. So, a topic that I find fascinating related to speech is a topic of talking about others who are not present.
0: Uh Uh-huh. The old water cooler situation. Mm -hmm,
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm gossip talk. perhaps um the
0: devil's radio i've heard it called
1: <laughs> Indeed, i've heard it indeed. called that
0: in the movies
1: yes in <laughs> in the talking pictures in the
0: talking pictures <laughs> the old-timey ones
1: mm-hmm. so is that is that harmful speech is it not right speech
0: i don't think it always is
1: interesting i don't think Go it on. always
0: is Hey, Sherry, did you hear about what Linda did? Oh my God, how could you do that? That is not good speech. That is not healthy speech. There's nothing good about it. That's just gossip, bonding. You know, but I mean, this is the the need for connection. You know, mm-hmm. the easiest way to connect with people is to bitch about something together. Right. I'm, I'm convinced that's true. Yeah. You know, it's like let's find the same thing to be miserable about, or let let's let's bond in misery. Right. Um, that's a that's a tried and true way that will work about 100 percent of the time. I think.
1: Yeah. Well, let's it's be in-
0: miserable together, and I think water cooler talk a lot of times gossipy stuff. It checks that box. It does. You know, it it it's it's that not Because it's like, I feel a real responsibility to make sure that my office mates are well informed on matters that they may find important. So I'm going to tell them what I saw Linda do yesterday at the copy <laughs> machine. It's <laughs> like, I don't think that, I don't think you're really doing a service to your community right.
1: there. Well, and so there's like, I was thinking about this in terms of like, well, is, is harm done in that situation, right? I think it is. Um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is too. And so part of it, I think people will say, well, like... You know, if Linda never finds out, how would it hurt her? Mm. But th- I think there's a lot of ways that that could show up. But the, the and I don't, so I don't want it, this to just devolve into like be good people and don't. I mean, maybe I, I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But like you like, know, d- yeah. don't talk crap about your colleagues. I mean, don't. But um, I think the I think the harm that's done in those situations that's not always acknowledged is the harm of the people actually doing the talking. Like, uh-huh. they're, I think they actually are harming themselves. Um, yeah, I agree. Because I think we think that what's coming from that is connection and commiseration. But I can't remember a single time that I've engaged in that kind of practice where I've actually finished feeling joyful.
0: Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that, it doesn't feel good.
1: That activity actually steals joy from me. Yeah,
0: it, it doesn't feel good. No. And why uh, doesn't it? I mean, part of you knows. Part of me knows. I guess I can only speak for myself that this isn't part of me. Also, knows. this is this is not of my business what mm-hmm. what Linda does. I don't know what Linda's up to. I don't know what she's thinking. I don't yeah. know why she's doing what she's doing. It's like, do I even need to know? Mm-hmm. Who cares if I do? If it's completely inconsequential, whether I know this or not. Wh- why are you talking crap about Linda? You know, it's like why? What? Why? Why would you do? You know, um, and listeners,
1: like, you know, we do not work with a Linda. We
0: don't. We, we knew do, a Linda, knew but a she Linda.
1: retired, and she was never a problem. She was the never copier.
0: a problem. We never talked about her in the copier.
1: Yeah. Other
0: people I've heard talk about <laughs> in the copy machine, but that not not Linda. Not Linda. Um,
1: she was a delight at the copy she machine. She was a
0: delight, and um, it just doesn't feel good, and I it it doesn't feel like any good would would come of it the only information that is gleaned from others or by others from that information is that which could cause linda harm or embarrassment or shame or you know nobody likes to feel gossiped about no you know how would linda how would linda feel if she knew that she was the subject of water cooler conversation about something, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, it's probably pretty uncomfortable. Hey Sherry, people were talking about you over there and the whatever thing earlier. I mean, it doesn't even feel good. No, really, what were they saying?
1: Even yeah, when it's, it's complimentary, even like, yeah, when it's, it's complimentary, doesn't sound good. Yeah.
0: but yeah. I mean, there is conversation that can happen. I mean, this water cooler sounds like it gets a lot of action mm-hmm. around a water cooler, or around the bottle filler in the hallway by the drinking. <laughs> room, I guess is the modern equivalent of that. Right. That um, I don't think is, is the wrong speech though um if uh if uh this person is is not feeling well this person is on leave this person at, you know is their their parent or whatever is in the hospital we're taking up a collection to yeah send them some flowers great yeah. Great. You know, that is wholesome speech, right? right? But but it's not it's not talking it's it's not using um speech as the objective for um the basis of feeling good. Mm-hmm. Which is what gossip at the at the water cooler is. It's we're putting together a, a compassionate collection for this person who's having a rough time right now. Uh, speech is a good way. Mm-hmm. To,
2: to do that, to coordinate yeah.
0: that. So let's use that. You know, yeah. and, and so, the purpose of it is not speech itself, right? But I mean, you, you could say the purpose of of gossip is not gossip itself or speech itself. It's it's to feel connected through community, through suffering, or whatever, it or, better be. yeah, or better of about yourself, yeah, or better about yourself. But I mean, yeah. this is a, you know, speech engaged in in true with true compassion that, I invite someone to find a reason. To disparage that conversation, mm-hmm. y- you know, it, it's there's no there's no school marm, nun, or 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 guardian out there that would say, you know, you shouldn't be talking around the water cooler. You're just gonna say we're trying to coordinate with what's it about you sending the flowers? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, can I contribute to? You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: there's nothing to sort of be in trouble about, so to speak.
1: Well, I think within one of those, like the intention is selfless and the other one the intention is self focused it is I don't want to say selfish because I'm not sure I even believe in selfishness but it is self-focused yeah 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 so that's interesting but yeah so I think it's one of those things that I used to really think like oh yeah gossip makes you feel better and now and then I realized like mm, why do I feel it, like it, I need it, a shower
0: it, it feels better like uh it, it, like our vices do
1: yes yes
0: you know some some itch is scratched but it's it's not one that prolongs life <laughs> or or serves the the greater good or you know it it it's like it's not wishing that your football team wins. It's it's you know taking joy in the other team losing. Yeah, you know, and it's like nobody wants that. You know, um, uh, it, it feels good, but in a way that you're not necessarily proud of. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it, you know, you feel like you're in the know because you know something about somebody that other people don't. So you feel like you're part of some special club that, you know, has this gossip. That, that, hey, have you heard? And then you then have like a valuable thing mm-hmm. that you could, you know, either hold against someone or pass on to someone else. If you're feeling like getting in cahoots with them about something or getting close to them, the whole thing just stinks. Yeah, there's some you know, it's like there's nothing, there's nothing that feels good about any yeah. part of it.
1: Using other people's stuff as your social yeah, currency no good, is right? kind of creepy. That's no yeah. Good. So that's a yeah. joy stealer. It is a joy stealer. Yeah. So don't do that. So, <laughs> so let's don't not do not with that. that. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> but I mean,
0: um, what are ha- alternative alternative water cooler conversations might be? Good morning. How are you today?
1: Well, so I was going to say, like, it's very easy to fall into this, though. Oh, sure. Right? Like, um, I, you know, well, if we're not going to talk about what what other people are doing, what well, will we, we discuss, right? More. Like, after good morning, what's next? Have what, you are heard we going to talk me? about the weather? <laughs> right? I'll, like,
0: I'll do that. I
1: know you that.
0: will. Wow, have you seen those clouds? You know, the cloud, you're gossiping about the weather. That's yeah. fine. You know, the weather takes no
1: Well, so one thing I, I think in that's that. interesting in that is... A lot of those conversations take you out of the current moment right like they take you to other people who aren't present they take you to events yeah. that happened previously and so i think one of the maybe best ways to get out of that kind of trap is bring the conversation back to the present moment in some sort of way mm. um but i think unless we're well practiced and being in the current moment it's hard to do yeah that
0: yeah i think it is i think you're right i yeah. agree with that um i like to think about practical advice mm-hmm. that one could as opposed a suggestion. to the unpractical, unpractical adv- advice that well, sherry the, just offered the unpractical <laughs> advice is don't do that right or, or it's like the unpractical advice is the next, the next time you're at the water cooler and gossip starts coming up, just call everybody out on the spot and tell them how horrible the person is. Like, no, that's not how that, you know, there are unpractical things you can do, which is why um, these things are practices. Yeah. Because right? they're not easy to do. What is a kind, compassionate way to redirect gossip? In a way that doesn't make the person who's gossiping necessarily feel like shit, because the objective is not to make the person feel bad for doing it. Yeah, it's you know point out something that is not helpful that might that somebody might find hurtful in a way that hopefully is informative or instructive and non-threatening to the person who's doing it, um, and end with a with a lovely and have a wonderful day. You know, yeah, you see you too. You know, that's sort of what the idealized version of this of this looks like. So you know what's her name or what's his name or what's their name comes into the copy room or the water cooler and said hey have you heard about who is it linda linda okay hey have you heard about linda she did blah 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 uh what's the way to what's the way to to handle that situation how do you navigate out of it
1: um i mean i think there are lots of different ways um and it depends on how my mood is going like how i handle it um You know, it's like a part of me wants to say, you know, a non sequitur is really nice. Um, So, yeah, speaking of Linda and the copy machine, what's your favorite flavor of water? Yeah.
0: What is it? We asked, you asked, what's your, what's, what do you like the best about yellow?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was the earlier conversation. (laughs) Um, I mean, asking those kinds of questions, I find, especially with a group, if it's like a group of like, let's tear into this, um, sometimes. Directing it to some sort of question, especially color-based questions, for some reason, uh-huh. are something I really love. Um, so, we did a workshop where we talked about the velvet rope. Yeah. Um, and I started that off uh-huh. in our introductions to ask people, like, well, what color is your velvet rope? Um, and that's... People got very into that. There was, like, so-
0: rainbow and
1: right and there was like Red and well purple actually and i don't want a rope i would prefer a laser sure okay
0: laser. away there was like um, a cerulean sky blue like the color of, then we started looking around the room trying to find the color that was closest to the velvet rope ideal color that the, it was interesting yeah,
1: and it was interesting and it was delightful and i think we all got to learn something quirky about each other uh-huh. um and it was very focused on the present moment and um i found it delightful yeah i hope others did too um And so i think trying to just redirect the conversation um sometimes is one of my best strategies like oh if not like the non-speculator of by the way i'd like to know your favorite color um sometimes it it really is just changing the subject yeah yeah right um because you i don't want to necessarily be like well this is welcome to my, my ted talk on Gossiping, right? Also, I fall into it sometimes. Oh,
0: of course, it's so easy to. Yeah, you know the the mind unguarded.
1: Yeah, like can, there are listeners well, right now that are like, Sherry, we gossiped last week. <laughs>
0: Who the hell are you, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're looking at their text messages from me like mm, Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the, the next yeah. water
0: cooler conversation is, "Hey, did you hear Sherry on that podcast? She was just talking, she was just pooping on people for yeah. <laughs> for gossiping <laughs> at the water cooler." She was just doing it last week. Just you know? last week. <laughs> Who the hell is she, you know? Uh it's so easy to you know, every every injustice requires a, a proportionate response and that's how you never get out of the cycle of Violence in yeah. you know, in in this kind of thing. It's like if everything is a tete a tete, you know, where um, they did this, wife to do that, then they did that, and then we did this. That, I mean, that's how you put the Cold War.
1: Yeah, but I, you know, so this is a really like, so this question is in my head, right? Like of thinking about stealing joy and thinking about conversations that have taken a particular turn. Right. So maybe it's gossip. Maybe it's just complaining maybe it's criticism maybe who knows what it is right right right. how do you how do you take back the joy in a way that isn't like taking it back is like i'm gonna steal it back um how do you bring the joy back to the conversation
0: so like once you so like once you've lost it how do you sort of get it
1: yeah like if you notice someone is like sucking the 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 energy out of the conversation how do you get? How do you amp it back up? How do you bring it back to a place of joy?
0: Can I ask a fo- a question? I sent a, a follow up question. It's a it's a prequel question. Ooh. A prequel question. Um, stealing joy. Where did you get that? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I say what happened like something happened.
1: Well, this because is, something this is did something. Happen. Something
0: happened. Yeah. What? Uh, what was? Paul the,
1: has pre existing knowledge right. that he's brought to this yeah. podcast today. Well, the I listeners think I, might want to know. I've heard that phrase a lot of times before. I think it's fairly common, actually, within religious circles. Mm. Um, but my most recent experience with it. I didn't know that. It... Didn't know that is oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but my most recent experience with it was from um, my Lyft driver. Mm. You used this phrase earlier that was like a non-brand-specific version. of
0: Your your, your personal trans...
1: transit engineer. Transit engineer, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I wasn't going to say all that. Because it's too many words. Translocation so my,
0: engineer or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah.
1: So I got in the lift yesterday. I was going to a concert with a dear friend. Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Um,
0: <laughs> we both know Beth. We
1: both know Beth. We both find her dear. Um, so I was listening, or we were getting in a lift to go to a concert. And we got in with this most joyful lift driver. Mm. And we ended up in this conversation with him talking about um, how he had joy and um, how another customer had tried to steal his joy, but he wasn't gonna let her steal the his joy. The previous day? I think it was, was that like an that earlier day. customer. Oh, wow. Yeah. We should, he, ask.
0: we should ask him how we. <laughs>
1: well, and it was, I mean, it was such a delightful conversation. Like, he was, he also asked us, like, if Santa Claus had brought us anything. And I was like, not yet. Has he brought you anything? It's anything? November. I know, right? And so I asked him that, and he was, I was like, <laughs> well, has Santa Claus brought you anything? And he was like, yes, joy. And I mean, this guy was just so joyful.
0: A way to steal his joy is by saying, it's November.
1: Right, you, know, you, like <laughs> you would have tried to steal his joy. Yeah,
0: I just responded with, uh, with unwise, you know, mm-hmm. unwise speech.
1: Right, but he would have responded, no thank you, sir. Like, he, yeah. you're not stealing his joy. Um, so I just loved, like, we got in that car and there was like one half of my brain that was like, this is so cheesy. That's the joy-stealing part of Uh my brain and then the other part of my brain was like this is delightful like I love that I'm in this space for just 15 minutes on the way to the anthem where joy is completely and utterly accepted by all the people in the car
0: that's fantastic like
1: we were both we were all three like in a place where like yeah life is great like this is grand we were listening to Christmas music and nothing was going to steal our joy wonderful Mm mm-hmm So that's where it comes from.
0: So what it sounds like from what you're talking about with with what happened, this individual guards his joy.
1: He does. I think you're right.
0: He he proactively velvet ropes his joy a little bit.
1: Well, so what's interesting about that, though, is he doesn't hoard it either, though. Hmm. Because I think he gave me and Beth some. Oh. And he was also talking, he's um, flying to Sierra Uh Leone for Christmas, on Christmas Day, to see his mom. Awesome. And I guess uh, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it sounded (laughs) like it was going to be awesome. And so what he plans to do is dress like Santa Claus and bring a whole bunch of candy. And when they get on the plane, he's just going to get up and give out candy to everybody on the plane. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that awesome?
0: Hopefully the airline cooperates with that. Yeah, I know yeah, there, yeah, is there is the that. There is
1: that like, cooperates. yeah, like, sir, return to your seat. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they don't steal his joy. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I think one of the things he was talking about is how he actively looks for opportunities to kind of do the unexpected thing. Mm-hmm. Um to let himself be silly. And he's like, sometimes people look at me and they're like, this guy's crazy, and it doesn't bother him because Yeah. So I, what? I've gotten
0: some of that myself. Yeah. You know, yeah, I get some of that myself.
1: Yeah. So isn't that interesting?
0: I mean, I just described this uh, to someone a, a couple of days ago. Um, I started to tell some story about whatever it is, and it's like, because you know that I get a lot of enjoyment out of just being absolutely ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> on occasion, just because it's like, who cares? It's like, um, I fully embraced a joy in this life as a thing that is rare uh, to be treasured. It's, it's, well, that's not, it's not rare. It's not mm-hmm. rare, you know. It's, I, I still get caught up into this. Joy is so hard to find. It's so, you know, ephemeral. It's fleeting. You know, it's we cling to it because it's so uncommon, and we encounter it so rarely. I think every single part of that is just complete bullshit a lot of the time. I think you know, honestly, like when I when I stop, pause, you know, spend some time on the cushion and look around, it's like joy is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Joy is everywhere, but I, I I posted this thing on my Facebook this morning. I saw right, that. I, and it's like I saw. But our and it was listeners like, may not. I agree completely. Um, I'll share it over to the to the Tmall Facebook and uh, in the Insta if I can. Mm-hmm. Right, this is not a shameless plug for our social media. Unless of unless course it you haven't liked unless and subscribed. Yeah, unless it is. Go on. Um, but it, it was the, the title was a little bit in not not inflammatory. It's suggestive and controversial. It's like was it don't don't teach your kids to be. Uh, what was it? Uh, I should get my phone out. I know. Say, say things uh, I into will the say microphone until I find um, this. While well, you are looking. We're both going to look. Yeah, no,
1: I saw that you had posted that this morning, and I remember reading it and being like, oh, that's a good point. Well,
0: and Paul and, never posts. Yeah, do not ask your children to strive. Mm. It's like a poem, right? Um, do not. Can I? Should I read this to the I to think the you listener? should
1: indicate who it was written by if you're going to by read it.
0: By William Martin.
1: Mm-hmm. Go for it. Should I read this? Yeah, go for it.
0: Do not ask your... This is the first time this has happened on this podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm yeah, really we, excited. We, do not ask your children to strive for extraordinary lives. What? Why? Uh-huh. But that's what we're supposed to... That's not part of the poem. I'm sorry. Such <laughs> striving may seem admirable, but it is the way of foolishness. And that's the part I like the most. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Help them instead to find the wonder and the marvel of an ordinary life. Show them the joy of tasting tomatoes, apples, and pears. Show them how to cry when pets and people die. Show them the infinite pleasure in the touch of a hand and make the ordinary come alive for them. The extraordinary will take care of itself. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. And, you know, the first, you know, don't teach your kids to be extraordinary. What are you talking about? And it's like. I've been there. I've tried it. There is no joy to be found in any part of that. You know, it's it's just stressy pressure that gives people anxiety disorders. That's all it is. You know, Mm -hmm. we, you know, the word, it's like, I've come to think of like a couple of things that I I, I used to do a lot, but I found I need to be careful with that shit because it's loaded. Yeah. You know, um, it's like, uh, Wow, you could do really great things. I used to get that in graduate school all the time. And uh-huh. it's like, I'm noticing what you've done and you could do even more if you really put your mind to it. And, you know, you could be great if you did this. And um, boy, this is really an opportunity for you. Don't mess it up, right? Don't squander this opportunity. And it's but this It's like, God, you know, every one of those things make me feel like I'm walking through a minefield with a blindfold on.
1: Yeah, and I mean that kind of thinking is the same kind of thinking that makes people sick at buffets yeah right right, like there's wait i'll miss out on this opportunity but you know i there's still food at the counter i should just go back for one more plate um don't squander the opportunity you've already paid the price of admission right like there are all those things but you end up sick
0: yeah well everything you do you do out of fear yeah, You know, because it's like what I, all I learned from any one of those things or all of them combined is that the world is a dangerous place. There's, it's more likely than going to do something wrong to do something right. Um, there are consequences to screwing it up because then I'm not going to get all the good stuff that this world has to offer. And by God, you know, uh, I'm going to worry about that all the time now yeah. to make sure that I'm always doing the right thing. And it's like, I don't think that's how you find joy. No. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, I think that's how you find misery, th- you know, is, yeah. is what I think. and. And it's like, it's, you, you don't have to be extraordinary. No. You know, just do things that, that bring joy and extraordinary. Again, it's like it takes care of itself.
1: So I think striving is a joy killer. Yeah. It's a joy it is. stealer. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because. Is that early- in
0: Dune? Striving is the joy killer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. That's the. Oh. Uh, um, you know, that's the.
1: Yeah. I don't Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that was the
0: fear is the mind killer. Oh, right? was, okay. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> So it's interesting because earlier yeah. today we were having a conversation about we we came to a realization that was probably that took let's just say it took us a little while to get there to, uh-huh. to a conclusion that I think we're both happy with and that is both kind and charitable to others and compassionate to ourselves. It's just a good a good conclusion, right? Yeah, right. And so, what did I say to you? Like, oh, I hate that it took us so long to get there. Oh yeah, right. And that, and then you pointed out that that's just ego talking. But that's so often, like, you know, that's me wanting to be good.
0: Yeah, and right. And striving, striving to, to be
1: better. To to have, you know, just already arrived yeah. at some destination that doesn't exist
0: yeah and what, what does that do to me it's like you did you got in 38 years it took me 50 you know it's like my god what does that say about me
2: yeah
0: you know i'm in the remedial program here for <laughs> for that um stop striving yeah stop striving <laughs> stop striving but that's it though stop striving it's like but i mean there there's a risk here i mean what but like you said earlier going back to the water cooler there are what are the productive ways to to have this conversation with people, or to redirect, or to reflect back, or whatever it might be when you see it getting weird. Um, what what's a good way to do that, and what's not a, a good way to do it? And when I say what's not a good way to do it, it's like you you do run the risk of making this worse. Just so you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. Uh, we were just talking about Linda, but now we're talking about Linda, and we're and there's a fight. And now we're, you know, you know, ostracized ostracized a coworker, and they're pissed at me, and then they're going to the yeah. yeah, no, be talking about me. at The water, Linda. Yeah, now they're going to be talking about me, and other people are going to be saying, "Wow, did you see that fight between Bob and Linda at the, at the copy machine?" And so, what are they fighting over? They were fighting over talking about this. It's like it's the <laughs> stupidest thing ever, you know. So it it has an ability to perpetuate itself if um if offered mindlessly. Yeah, and um, it's the 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 striving to to think that there is a, a rightness and a wrongness to doing things, and um, I think the a way that is and, you know we really don't do the right wrong thing too often. We you know, try to we try beat not it out of ourselves.
1: Like, that's a kind way of putting it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's like I really don't actually believe in this whole concept of right and wrong anyway. But that's just me. Um, in my own particular view of the universe, but um, there are things like if if people actually said things how they actually believe them to be, you sound kind of weird sometimes, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like that's not always helpful. So, um, and and nobody wants to get sort of preached at by a a, a goody goody a goody two shoes do gooder. It's like you know gossip like that isn't you know it's like nobody likes that. Right. So the, this. How do you how do you do this redirect kindly within yourself within other people at the at the water cooler if if unkind speech is happening um, when when somebody is trying to steal joy how do you guard it how do you get it back when it's lost and um, what is the way to, to I keep going back it's like what is the way to sort of bring this up and the it It took you thirty eight years to have that realization I said it like it took me fifty and it's like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't always appreciate that the clock starts on how long it takes you to figure something out. It's like on the day you're born, it's like how long did it, how long did it take me I talk about this in my this is a little bit of an aside but it was like I talk about this in my biology class when I work with microscopes they they you know I, they're having a hard time focusing on something and then i'll I'll focus on it and a couple of seconds and it's like, yeah, there you, go. there you go. Take a look. It looks fine. How'd you do that so fast? I'm like, fast. It took me 50 years, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like we, we, we see each other at at points in time and space. And mm-hmm. I think the best thing is always to respond as kindly as we can with whoever, whoever we are being able to see people for who they are as well. When, when unkind things are, are happening. And I don't think people say things to be hurtful as often as, as they might get blamed for for doing I think people say stuff for a lot of different reasons on the NVC needs list mm-hmm. you know and they land in funny ways sometimes and what what you're seeing is somebody's need being met yeah and well, that, I mean and, and that's part of the the how to protect joy mm-hmm. you know when, when you hear when you see or when you hear somebody trying to steal joy from yourself or somebody else um they're trying to a kind of a shitty way to meet a need mm-hmm. that isn't so great
1: well, yeah, and a lot of times the need that's trying to be met, I think um, in some of those situations isn't it really is connection, right And so yeah, sometimes right. the topics that's being offered, they're being offered to fill space because silence between people can be awkward, yeah, right. And so you're scanning the perimeter trying to figure out something to talk about, and what do you come up with Linda,
0: Linda, right.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's like, well, we both know Linda. We both know this behavior might be a little obnoxious. Like, okay, here's a place we can go. Um, And so some of, like, the work of avoiding or navigating those conversations, I think, or the joy-stealing in general, it it all starts before before the copy room.
0: Uh, It does. Yeah, and I think
1: it starts with, like, to me, one of the things I'm noticing for myself personally is that keeping people from stealing my joy begins with me believing that I'm entitled to joy in the first place. Yeah, right. And like, if you haven't done that work, then that's going to shape how you walk into the copy room.
0: Uh, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, for, for me... Uh, one of the things that have that I've sort of realized over years, joy really is more abundant than we give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally is everywhere. And um, the way that I oftentimes try to talk about this, with students mostly, as like an entree that's not weird, because like when you start talking about, you know, guarding your joy and, you know, and the spirituality of deserving the joy that you have. You know, they're like, I got a math test in like a half an hour, so can you wrap this? You know, so it's like, how do you do this in a way that doesn't sound weird? You know, and, and the way that I usually do it is, you know, one day at a time, one second at a time, one step at a time. If you want to climb a mountain, you don't climb a mountain. You know, do one step at a time, and the mountain climbs itself. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what the what the poem, you yeah. know, sort of alludes to as well. It's like, if if you just you know, if, you know, embrace joy when it's found, you know do joyful things and appreciate and acknowledge joy when it's around you and learn to recognize that, then extraordinary happens by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and the the, the, the the thing that's impossible for people to believe more than anything else in my experience when having this conversation is that you don't have to make extraordinary things happen. Yeah. They're going to happen anyway. All you really have to do is show up for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've found is that they're going to show up anyway, but the more aware we are of what it is we're feeling, how we walk this earth, the more compassion we're able to, to, to give, the more joy we can recognize, the more in tune we are with what our own needs are and what we're feeling at the time, the more likely we are to recognize that extraordinariness when it when it arrives. Mm-hmm. Because we're learning how to pay attention. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's, you know, and, and I get, I, I have received I don't want to say crap. Um, I have received statements about this from many people in, in the past before. You know, it's like I would walk into the to the to the one of the student centers on campus a couple of years ago on Monday mornings. And I was mm-hmm. like, I love Mondays. I absolutely love Monday morning. It's fan freaking fantastic. And, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, a, a funeral in these uh-huh. student lounges on Monday morning, everybody's like half asleep. You know, uh, you know, uh, it's Monday, God, I hate, it. and it's like, why? You know, this is extraordinary. Think of all the amazing things we get to do today, yeah. which would immediately turn everybody off, right? And <laughs> nobody would wanna to talk to me for the next four hours after, after bringing that into it. Um, but it's like, when, when you start to pay attention to recognizing the everyday joys and the little things and how extraordinary they are by themselves, it's like Monday morning is a piece of cake. It's like, wow, I'm awake. Oh, awesome. A cup of coffee. What? A donut? That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, why not just be overwhelmingly enjoyed by the little, littlest stuff? Yeah. Why, why do things have to be so big and consequential to be worthy of joy and, 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 and celebration? Right. Well, Man, I, the, the water in the shower is nice and hot. That is fan freaking fantastic. Yeah. I still have soap. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Fant- the car started. Amazing. Yep. The miracles are abundant. The miracles. I, I don't
1: abundant. have to get gas today. I don't
0: have to get amazing. gas today.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm
0: probably going to eat dinner tonight. Yeah. You know.
1: I had lunch today. Yes. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you can. Why? It's like, what, what is the cost of doing that? Because it's like people look at you and you say you're weird. It's like, what? Literally, what is the cost of doing that and living a life that way? It's absolutely nothing. It costs you nothing to live your life like that.
1: Oh, no. There's a price.
0: Ooh, go on.
1: You have to give up your anxiety.
0: Ah. You say that like it's a choice.
1: Hmm. I mean, you have to to get present in the moment, right? Like, Mm. you can't. If you are committed to stressing about that math test that's on Thursday, then you can't be excited about your shower water, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you are committed to um, feeling like rehearsing a narrative about how things in a conversation yesterday went poorly. I'll do that. Yeah. Guilty. Then you can't focus on the donut in your hand.
0: I I go forward with that. I, I stress more about the conversations that I'm going to have. I just did that earlier today. You I did. Stri-
1: <laughs> yep, I was witness to <laughs> you, that. You just
0: bore witness to that. It's like, you're antsy. I'm like, I am antsy because I'm trying
1: <laughs> And here's the thing that's amazing about this. Like, c- the two of us together, we have, the, we have the toolkit to steal each other's joy. Yeah. Because you get antsy before conversations. Yeah. And I'm just like, whatever, I'm going to walk into it. And then I get antsy after them. And so... Afterwards, I'm like, "Well, did that go the way I wanted it to? Did I say anything stupid? Did it?" Blah, 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 blah? Mm-hmm. And so, like, so we had a conversation today. Yeah. For the half an hour before it, I feel like you were super amped. Yeah. Up. Right. Right. And as, as soon as we ended it, up until basically we decided, let's just go do a joyful thing. Yeah. Like I don't know if you could tell, but like I was super antsy after. Yeah. A little it. bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And it's because I think we just.
0: And where and where was I in that? I was like, that went fantastic. That's amazing. You were like, that now it's great. done. Yay. That's that one really great. Awesome. Interesting yeah. things just happened. That's super.
1: Yeah. So but I don't think I realized this until this moment that that's how we 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 look in different directions. Yeah, we do. Yeah when
0: we do. we're fancy we yeah, we about something. Which is good. I mean that's I think it's the best outcome that we can have. I mean it's um I think that that's great. And so it's like, how do we use our powers for good? Yeah. Right? It's like either <laughs> I could try to bring you down. And I've had this happen before. Um, not, not intentionally, but um, before I give a presentation, like if I'm going to, I have a 12-minute presentation on this topic and five minutes is when, is when your start time. It's like from the old conference days, you know, I would present science papers and mm-hmm. things like that. I do not get nervous before presentations. Mm-hmm. This is, I just don't. Because, you know, well, what happens is going to happen, you know. But it's like that that works for when I'm just doing something by myself. When somebody else is involved, it's like, what's going to happen? You know, so it's like when it's just me presenting something, it's like, "Ah, pull the pin, let it rip. We'll see how it goes. Um, when it's having a conversation with somebody about something that somebody would say was important or an opportunity or something, I get a little antsy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh,
1: It's interesting because before conference presentations, like, yeah, I don't give a crap.
0: Yeah, I don't day. give a crap. Like, yeah, so it's like it'll go how it goes. It's yeah. like if, if anybody's going to do this well, it's going to be me because who else in this room could do this? So it's going to be great however it goes, but you know. So it's like it's going to be fine.
1: So this actually – brought my mind to another kind of joy stealer that I think is important to think about, which is um, the rehearsed or expected or conditioned joy stealer. So one of the things that I noticed um, when I first started presenting, I would get nervous before I presented. Right. And part of that was because I would read papers. And if I read aloud, um, things don't go well because letters move on the page but blah, 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 yeah, right. okay so i don't read so now that i don't read in front of humans no problem but early on when i would was presenting everyone else on my panel would be so amped up that i would i would absorb their anxiety yeah right and so the first time that right, i presented right, right. on a panel by myself like i just showed up and i was i was the entire entree for the session right i, did, I like i was standing in the hallway before and i was texting with with eric and he was like are you nervous and i was like no why would i be i'm great at this Yeah, I'm great at this i'm yeah. gonna walk in i'm gonna do however i do and then when i'm done it'll be done it'll be done you put a line on the cv and it's over um but it took me a long time to realize that i was performing stress in a place where i wasn't feeling stress right but it was just conditioned yeah yeah and i think i'm having a similar experience at this moment in the semester, and that can I just happen. Realized yeah, that, that
0: can that can happen. Yeah, that can happen. Um,
1: do you want to know what it is? What is it? So, I think I'm used to feeling stressed at the end of the semester, so I'm feeling like I should feel stressed at the end of the semester, and I'm noticing that everything's gonna be fine. Hmm. But but there's this tension. Like I feel like my joy should be gone. Right. Like right. go around the halls. How many joyful people do you find? Right now. Uh, I would
0: like to find more.
1: I would also.
0: I would like to find more. And I, 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 I don't know, but I, I would hope there are some. But I, I would like to find as many as possible. But I would like to find more than there probably are. Yeah. I think I would, yeah. I would say. You know, I don't want to say none, but I, I can not say all.
1: But aren't we kind you of know? conditioned to, at this point in the semester, be like...
0: Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's super sexy to be completely exhausted at this time in the semester because we mm-hmm. gave so much. Mm-hmm. We gave our all and all of that. And uh, I'm really giving all of myself to to my students and i'm working so hard to do all this other kind of stuff
1: the final push to exhaust yourself. And yeah
0: and something that i think you and i don't tell our bosses right i started to realize uh, a little while ago that is true it's like all of this stress all this anxiety all of the exhaustion at the end of the year all the conditioned responses to how you feel like you should be what it means to be a teacher or professor uh, I don't know how many people are going to unsubscribe when I say this, but just so you know, this is a choice that you're making that you are participating in when you do this. There's, yeah. a, there are other ways of doing this just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear, Oh, but, Oh, but, Oh, but and it's like, no, I hear you. I be- believe, me. I used to be that way. I used to do that too, but I'm not going to walk around here, you know, being, feeling, finding ways to be miserable all the damn mm-hmm. time. I'm not. Yeah. Um, the consequences of me not checking my email after five or nothing or nothing and it takes me one day to grade these things or it takes me two days nobody cares I think it's gonna be fine you know and it's like this and it's like yeah you can get worn out and the semester is a long one and it, it does feel like it drags on I get that we're all there but we, we can feel those things and acknowledge them and appreciate those mm-hmm. feel the stress feel the exhaustion feel the angst feel the worn-outedness, feel the incompleteness. The We were talking earlier the last day of class is never a fun one you know, because it's like, it always feels like, every class I've ever taught always for 15 years has always felt like it ended with a whimper on the mm-hmm. la- on the last day. There, not once have there been fireworks on the last day of class to celebrate, you know, how awesome everything is. There's, there? There have been tears, there have been hugs, there's been you know, vocalizations of appreciation, there have been we'll keep in touches that last for a while and all that other kind of cool stuff. Um, but it, they always end on a note that feels a little bit somber to me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel joy, you know, and, and, but it, it doesn't, I'm not going to stress out about any of this. Well, I'm, not, I'm just not going to. And it's like, part of it is an act of defiance. And it's like, I just, I refuse. Yeah. I refuse. I'm not going to live my life that way.
1: No. Well, and it also, I mean, the fact that there aren't fireworks, the fact that it ends with a whimper, kind of makes sense for what it is and is actually probably pretty appropriate yeah
0: i agree right I agree. like
1: um like if you think about a marathon it starts with a bang yeah it ends with a whimper yeah with a whimper right like by the time and that's that's what semesters really are like they're not sprints and i think some people treat them like a sprint from the very beginning it's it's a marathon. Yeah, slow and steady starts with a bang. And by the time we're done what we need to do is drink some fluids and have some some carbs.
0: Yeah, are we doing the wrong thing um intentionally giving language that we don't necessarily use by mm-hmm. trying to start the semester with such a celebratory air. Awesome first day back. Yay, and there's student life is doing stuff out in the quad and it's all like a big party atmosphere and Sometimes there's a band out there and they do giveaways and, hey, everybody, and, hey, let's get to know our students and all that other kind of stuff. And, and by week 10, it's like, <sighs> come some puppies. Yeah, yeah semester's getting long. Yeah. How are we going to wrap this up? <laughs> you know? um But it's like, why, why can't the marathon start with a, okay, everybody go? hmm You know? Because <laughs> it's like you, you can't stay amped for 26.2 miles. You just can't do it, you yeah. know? It, well, I mean, one so of the suffering things suffering serious adrenal adrenal fatigue that yeah. all
1: of that like shows is that like what happens, some of that stuff that happens at the beginning of a project or at the beginning of the semester, is not actually joy, right? Like, yeah. And so, like it's it's forced entertainment. Yeah, I was going fa- to say fa-
0: fabricated expectation or. Uh, if, Fabricated excitement or yeah. something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And anytime celebration is fabricated, I mean, that's what makes, I think, for me, the fall semester so tricky. Is that you start with that campus based, awkward celebration right. of the beginnings when everything is super awkward. And then you end the semester um, in a moment where like you're tr- winding everything down you launch yourself into a season of holidays, which are also very structured times of celebration that some might find fabricated as well. Right, right. Right. And so so the fall semester is book-ended with this artificial joy-making thing, and never within those two moments do I find authentic joy. Right,
0: right, right. So yeah, I refuse. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like, summary. I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, it's like I, I, yeah, you're absolutely right, you know. But it's like I'm not going to live that way. I'm not going to do that, you know. It's like, um, I'm, I'm going to find joy. I'm going to see if I can find opportunities for joy, even in the in the drudgery of the middle of a semester, you know. And I, I only say drudgery not because it's drudgerous but sometimes it feels like
1: uh-huh. it's just
0: going on, right? And we call that drudgery, I guess.
1: Well, it's just like you find joy in doing the dishes. Right? I do. I do. You do. And lots of people would call that drudgery, right? But so, yeah, like find joy in week 10 of the semester.
0: Yeah, that that can be tricky, but um, it can be done. It can be done. And if it can't, that's fine. You know, if you have an off day, if you have an off week, there's always week 11.
1: That's true. That's fine. So
0: joy doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be chased. Yeah, that, that's sort of where it goes. Like, it, it doesn't have to be chased or fabricated. You know, the the thing to do is just to pay attention for opportunities for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm thinking about like today. So I'm curious,
0: hmm. right?
1: Today was a full day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a day that had joy in it. Yeah. And it was also a day with challenge. Yeah. Would you agree with all that?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. Where did you find joy, and how was that possible when there was also challenge?
0: Um, when, when challenge arises, do so honestly.
1: Mm. Admit the challenge. Wow.
0: This is challenging. hmm Huh. Yep, this is challenging. Hmm this is cha- <laughs> challenging you know um uh let's just get to it you know it's like this let's just get to the thing it's like let's just address this yeah. like, what what do we want to do name the thing let's name this thing and that's how Voldemort kept his power in Harry Potter is like you know being the thing that can't be named is what makes keeps keeps something having power over you mm-hmm. you know um funny story about that well I guess not funny story about that that I'll get to but um, it's by when acknowledging it and saying well this is challenging but you know something challenging doesn't have to push joy away right you know you can do both Mm -hmm. you can do both right it's like i can still maintain the joy and i can still be aware and attentive to the joys that i've had throughout the day and the joy of the day as it unfolds because mm-hmm. there's nothing that happened today that isn't goddamn awesome mm-hmm. you know and some parts of it were cha- more challenging than, than others right and some parts were more challenging some parts were challenging some things were easier there were bones in his yeah, fish yeah there all. were bones in the, and it's like it it, it happens that's fine mm-hmm. That just because something is challenging doesn't mean the joy is gone from the earth it's not mordor yeah you know um it's it's not you know that all the joy has been sucked out they're not the what are the things in harry potter the soul dementors. Sufferer, the Dementors. Yeah. yeah it's like that's not what i've I, I you don't challenging things even things that hurt don't have to be that way you know you can find joy I'm going to be careful not to overstate what I'm, what I'm saying here for, for folks who may be going through something, you know. But there are opportunities for joy at at, you know, at, at family funerals that I've been to. Mm-hmm. It's like There was laughing at my sister's funeral. Mm-hmm. There was laughing at my mom's funeral. There was laughing in my dad's hospital, hospital room before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, we, when, when my dad was, on the day that he died when they were going to press the button, we talked about, you know, don't actually pull the plug, they press yeah. some buttons on the ventilator, you know, and it sort of turns off. Um, he had already been technically brain dead for days, you know, beforehand, but his, you know, his heart was still beating a little bit, but not great. And mm-hmm. there was still some blood moving, but it's like, we we were all sort of gathered in the room. I've never told the story to anybody before. It's like like, it was like me and my sister, uh, my other sister had already passed away at this point. My mom, uh, and my co- my cousin. Mm-hmm. I think you know, we were all kind of there and when they were going to turn the the ventilator off and we all ended up going around the room telling about how much money we still owed him that we borrowed from him. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, it's like I think I owe him about I think I owe him a couple hundred bucks still that I that I loaned from him back like 10 years ago. And my mom would just say, oh, just don't worry about it, you know. And then my uh-huh. sister would say, it's like, yeah, I think he let us borrow some money when we paid off our house. And, and uh, I think we paid it all back, but off the check. We might still owe him some. My cousin was like, I don't owe him anything. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> it was like, and, you know, so, I mean, that is five minutes before we turn a ventilator off, you know, on a yeah. man who, you know, was our father, uncle, whatever, you know, husband mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's like, and that's not to say that that was uh, e- exclusively joy, Yeah. In these moments. But what we find is that even in the challenging ones, we can have these experiences that we might remember fondly. Mm -hmm. You know, here I am 20 years later, more Mm -hmm. 25 years later. You know, it's like relationships with, with dads are complicated but it's like that was pretty funny you know <laughs> <laughs> it, you know playing you know a, 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 you know I was listening to a podcast by Jack Jack Cornfield today and he was talking about this and it's like when you're at a fun, when you're at a family funeral, and everybody's still around, you know, and and inevitably there are toddlers there. They still pl- they're still there playing with their Legos, and they're still bringing them up to you, and they want you to play with their Legos with them. Mm-hmm. And you can, and that's okay. You know, it's like you can still do this. Yeah, you can still do this, and you can still find find a moment of joy.
1: Yeah,
0: in these little things like this that remind us that we're alive and that we're here, and that it's it's going to be okay, even though sometimes it's it's it's, it's really tough. even yeah. though sometimes it's not.
1: It's it's interesting because um, as we're talking about this, I'm reminded of a un, a circumstance that could have been not pleasant in my recent past mm. that I actually um, am thinking back on very fondly. Um, so you and I had a little bit of a, a conflict yesterday, yeah, a little one bit. might say. Um, but I think that that was the most hilarious conversation in so many ways. Yeah right and so i think um i think we've reached a point where i hope i don't know maybe you feel differently but like our f- our conflicts or our tense moments have become so ridiculous um that
0: yeah the good problems to have yeah, yeah like to have
1: to um say. i'm finding a lot more suddenly there's more space for joy even when we're disagreeing with yeah each I other.
0: yeah it's like I don't think we really disagreed too much yeah, it's it it, not was, a it wasn't con- it wasn't conflict it's right it was a you know the ice is a little thin on this one how do we want to navigate this is what it seemed of have seemed like to me yeah
1: yeah yeah no I agree because with that.
0: because it was a situation that arose that um, is a little bit unique that we don't have a lot of experience navigating
2: yes when, when
0: asked to do things you know yep. and it's like how does this how do, we, how do we have it was it ended up being a more, more of a how do we have this conversation yes because this is inevitably going to happen right because we're doing awesome things that we really really enjoy so this is going to happen so how do we how do we do that how do we how do we navigate this best mm-hmm. and I, I think the, the source of the of whatever tension there was or whatever um, hesitation that there might have been I think it, it, more than anything part of it was just newness mm-hmm Part of it was um, a, a feeling, a need for delicacy, mm-hmm. or something. You know, um, everything's fine, and <laughs> you know, so, but everything's fine, and you know, this other thing is, has happened. You know, but it's a it's a thing that you know. Again, it's like I'm not running from this shit. It's like you know, yeah. this is this is the thing. I'm calling this out. You know, let's uh, let's let's get right to it. Yeah, and let's let's get right to it.
1: But what you know, what's funny about it is, I think those conversations have started to get louder to where I almost feel like if someone else didn't know what was happening, they might think we were actually not as in a good place. Yeah, right. It's in, it's
0: interesting. But what was the observation? It's like we. You know, our fights are over when we have an argument or something like that. It's <laughs> like, like we start
1: <laughs> yelling at each other. Like,
0: well, if you wouldn't do that, then it would be
1: mine. Right? I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, like, <laughs>
0: it's like that's it. You know, you know, we're fine when we're yelling at each other. So,
1: right. Yeah. Because I think we, when things are really tense between us, like we slow down, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of, word, a lot of
0: word choice, a lot of word choice, right?
1: A lot of. Uh, if I might now offer a right. different uh, opinion. Every every <laughs>
0: statement has a legal disclaimer that comes yeah. in. If I might <laughs> offer this, if you're feeling like there's space to do so, I yeah. might I might offer the yeah. possibility of a thought about this thing that may or may not be true. Right. it's like, <laughs> are what? you
1: interested in hearing my, produce? you know, and if, yeah. if there
0: was an observer, they're like, what the hell are they even talking about? Just come out <laughs> with it. It's like, what, what is it? God, yeah. what, yeah. what is it? Uh, so it, it's a, it's pretty funny. It's but when all
1: funny. that's done, then it's like, we're yelling at each other and ridiculous demands. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, Right. Right. It's, and it's, it's
0: fun. It's fun. It is. Um, I enjoy yelling. at you. I enjoy yelling at you too. <laughs> Great. Right. Um, but but that's exactly it. I mean, even when when things get dicey like that, you can still sort of you know, joy is still there. Joy mm-hmm. is still there and the part of the joy of being there was like whatever this weird moment is that we're having right now where we're having to talk talk this out. It's because a good thing happened. Yeah. Okay, we just don't know how to navigate it. Yeah. So it's, it's like okay, it's like how you know how do we have this tense conversation about how we just won the lottery? You know, and, and <laughs> yeah. it's like this is a good problem to have. And you mentioned that, like, and it's like this is a good problem to have, just so we know yeah. if, if this is a thing that we have to spend some time kind of delicately tiptoeing through. Right. This is a good. This is a good. This is a good thing to have to do that with.
1: Yeah. If these like, are yeah, our problems. Yeah. If these are our
0: problems. We're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: There was also a moment where I was just like. Um, can we just be Paul and Sherry now? And you're like, well, what are we?
0: Yeah, what else <laughs> are we then? Yeah, yeah, because uh, we were both feeling. I, th- I think part of the part of the part of it was we were both feeling very different things throughout throughout yes. that conversation. Yes. Because it's like, you know, because you're like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fucking fine. It's like, I'm, I'm all good. Let's do it. Yeah, let's yeah. have this shit. So it's like, well, it's like I, I I feared nothing in the, in any part of that. It's like, whatever happens, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I trust everything fully. It's like, I'm, I'm, there's nothing here to lose. Right. It's like, there's everything is fine. It's safe. I mean, there's nothing here to lose. Let's just yeah. have this conversation, you know?
1: Well, and it was funny because there was a moment where I was like, well, we're having this tension. You're like, I'm not feeling tension." Yeah.
0: This is like, I'm not even tense. It's like. I am, sir.
1: (laughs) So slow your roll. So
0: slow it down. See,
1: listener, this is what it sounds like.
0: So slow it down.
1: (laughs) But I'm not tense. And you're like, I am. Some (laughs) people (laughs)
0: are. Yeah. It's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. Yeah. but that's that's part of it too, though. I mean, even something that can be a little challenging at the time, it's like in a couple hours you're gonna be laughing about this shit. So mm-hmm. it's like, don't why are you taking all this so seriously, you know? And it's like you can do things earnestly and genuinely and take the time to feel things as they truly and honestly are. You mm-hmm. know, things hurt sometimes. Um, I'm not saying that that conversation was easy. You oh, know, I thought it was a pleasure cruise. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying that it was like all like tacos and, and 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 whatever, I don't know.
1: I actually think it was like a pleasure cruise. I think pleasure cruises would be very un, <laughs> unsatisfying. Yeah,
0: Shauna says the same thing. It's like, why would anybody ever do it? You know, it's oh, like, what, I'm are you so going to sit on a Sean boat on for a week? It's yeah. like,
1: eh. You want to go on a cruise? Go with Eric. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not going. Actually, yeah. Eric won't go either. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might
0: Side. be on this cruise myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, th- this doesn't mean you can't, like, fully embrace – Things that are challenging and hard to navigate through, and where you don't know what's going to happen, That's, you can still take you can still take a step take a step forward and, and find out. Mm-hmm. The only way to know is to do yeah. it. You know. Um, and that's my advice towards, towards students a lot of times when they get caught up in the anxiety over the math test next week or on Friday whatever it be. Right. It's like you're borrowing anxiety that may not, not even be real
2: mm-hmm.
0: from the future to feel it today. It's like you're fully feeling something today that might not even be there in the future. If you just like slow that all down.
1: And what's the what's work in, of today? Yeah,
0: what, what's in front of you right now? Yeah. What's in front of you right now? Just do that. And the math test takes care of itself. You That's know, why and it's like, you I don't think- have to, it's like, so it's like, don't, you know, why are you choosing anxiety? And it's like, anxiety is not a choice. It's like, you are not policing your mind to stay focused on what is in front of you. You're letting it wander to the, <laughs> why, why are you doing that? You know, it's like, pull it back, focus on something, yeah. find the, find the, find the mauve in the room. Right. You know, get yourself back in the present moment. You know, what do I need to do today? And a lot of folks don't think that their minds are directable. Yeah. No, they it's like you got your mind in the driver's seat. Um, It has no shame. The mind has no shame. Mm -hmm. It'll take you all kinds of places that you don't want to go. It's like. it's like fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It's like you literally have, what's his name, right? Uh, (laughs) Driving the car. It's like, why did you give him the keys? It's like, you don't have to, you know, have this whole, you know, gigantic relationship with anxiety, you know, as, as something that's a life sentence for you for the rest of your life. Just take the keys back. And I say that like it's easy, and I appreciate that it's not
1: no it is not no, it's easy not. to do
0: that right yeah. it's not easy it's like you're wrestling the keys away from a four hundred pound you know gorilla here sometimes, but who's
1: also very sneaky and can jump up and grab them back?
0: yeah, but the gorilla really just wants a banana,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: you offer the gorilla some compassion and you know, it'll set the keys down and it'll go do something else, and you just pick them up and, and do your thing. And yeah, I so mean, so it's it's approaching this with some gentleness, yeah, and some kindness for yourself and kindness for the gorilla. You know, be can you be a partner with your gorilla in the navigating of this vehicle?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's tricky. I I think anxiety. I mean, I've navigated it for a long time, and I do I do agree with everything you're saying. And I also think for a lot of people, it that nothing that you're saying might seem true.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A- like, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Like I remember there were there have been times where because my anxiety for much of my life has been an, has been a joy stealer.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? oh yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely in so many absolutely. ways. Absolutely,
1: and um, and to be clear, like I'm not a person who no longer has anxiety. Like it, it. It is sometimes a gorilla that sneaks up.
0: I was antsy in that before that meeting today.
1: You, I, I noticed. <laughs> I may have noticed.
0: None of this is to say that we have all of this figured out. No, you know, so.
1: but, like, but what we do know is we do know the game we're playing, right? Yep. And so yep. now when anxiety shows up, I can invite it to a conversation, yeah. right? And because a lot of times for me, my anxiety is not rational, right? It's not, but sometimes talking about it, with rational language helps. Yeah, right? you know, yeah like, it does. It does. The other day, like I something was moving through me. I ha- felt a huge discomfort and I knew that what I needed in that moment was security and safety. Uh-huh. And the way that that need was manifesting is that I was feeling resentment that I wasn't with someone that would help me experience Mm. safety and Mm -hmm. comfort. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to Eric about it, and I mentioned that I was feeling annoyed at this particular person in my life because Mm. they weren't with me. But I didn't say it that way. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm annoyed with this person. And he was like, what did that person do? And I was like, absolutely nothing. It's just my anxiety, and I really want security right now. And that's manifesting in annoyance currently. Mm. That's nothing. like." So part of it is just really, it's like what you said earlier, like naming it.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, what
1: is this? Oh, this is this thing my brain does. My brain brain thinks there's conflict because it doesn't have what it wants.
0: You have to not be your brain. Yeah. For that to be a thing. And that's hard for folks, too. It's
1: super hard. Yeah. Super hard.
0: Yeah. And we've talked about this a million times. We put such a primacy on rational thought not realizing that most of the thought that we call rational thought is irrational thought <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like the problem is not thinking the problem is you're thinking that it's a good idea and that there, it's rational and logical it's like oh it's not oh it's not yeah you know your brain does not know what's going on it's taking a best guess with very limited information right with and it, it is easily distracted
1: so distracted it has
0: an id the size of Mount Everest mm-hmm. so it's a
1: curious it is curious, curious.
0: Don't let people steal your joy, and don't be a joy stealer.
1: And that includes your own joy.
0: Yeah, knock off the water cooler gossip.
1: Monitor when you're giving joy. Well, so joy is interesting. You can give it away and somehow find out that you have more of it. Yeah,
0: it seems almost inexhaustible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it, I mean, it's, it, it, it grows when tended. It does. It's more of a garden situation than an inexhaustible wellspring situation, I think.
1: It is, but you want to keep it, you know, well-maintained, no overgrowth. Right. And that's just silliness.
0: Yeah, I think you have to accept it before you can give it away as well, though. That is true. It's more of a flow situation. Yep. And I think the universe is an inexhaustible source of joy.
1: Yeah. Um, But first, you have to believe that you deserve joy. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's where we start.
1: That's the homework.
0: Yeah, that's that's where folks start.
1: Including us.
0: Including us. Whoop. Awesome. Whoop, whoop. Great. Thanks, Sherry.
1: This was a fine podcast. You said that in the beginning. It yeah. turned out to be true. Uh,
0: it's faith in the universe to do that. I wasn't what's tense best. about it the yeah, whole time. That's I good. Promise. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Why start now? Yeah. What was this? 93? Yeah, I don't 94? Know. Ninety three? Ninety four? Ninety something.
1: Yeah.
0: There it is. I don't know. Awesome.
1: You're the one that adds the numbers to be That's, true. So that's I, true. I just show up.
0: Cool. Cool. Awesome.
1: Thanks Bob. Have a great day, Sherry. All right. bye Bye. Yeah.
0: This podcast is produced by Sherry Spiegel, Paul Fitzgerald, and This Most Unbelievable Life. For more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. Paul and Sherry have a
1: podcast. Podcast. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Cool.